0: Welcome to Grow Up, insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. It's the Grow Up Podcast. Hi, it's Jason Parkinson. And I am Mark Hemmer. And today we're going to be talking about putting yourself into your customer's shoes. It's kind of an important exercise to go through.
1: Oh, I think that it is. I mean, most of the time we think about customer as being something that we deal with. Like, oh, how do we please the customer? What do we do about the customer? We really think of the customer as the other. Hmm. However, uh, you know, in most cases, you the business owner you're also a customer yeah very true i'm a customer jason's a customer so it's kind of a good mental exercise to put yourself in those shoes and when you're making a business
0: decision think about you know what i like this yeah that's awesome what a great topic but uh first christy is in with another piece of technology that has disrupted our daily lives christy thanks jason while some tech disruptions have an obvious cause and effect, like Netflix and Blockbuster, others are more subtle. Before air conditioning, it wasn't very feasible to set up shop in San Antonio, Texas. Builders had to get creative, and local businesses had to work around the conditions. When modern air conditioning units were invented around 1902, it changed everything. Now, businesses can operate from anywhere with livable conditions and less logistics to work through. Pardon the disruption. Jason.
1: Thanks, Christy. So uh, I get hot very easily, and air conditioning is a saving grace. <laughs> you do grace. run
0: warm, Mark. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I do. Uh, the other day in our home, we tried just turning the system off during the night. We woke up. It was 60 degrees in the house. Delaney was frozen, uh, my wife. I uh, was loving it
0: <laughs> on cloud nine. Well, it's funny you say that. We actually um, we keep our house at about 62, 63 uh, every night ah, uh, our nice. house is kept very cold, and that 's great in the winter because our heating bill is much lower that 's true. It is really expensive in the summer, yeah, <laughs> so, no doubt about just it. To throw that out we there. go through the same thing i can 't imagine life without uh, without a c um, okay. So today we're talking about stepping into the customer's shoes. And you basically have to remember that yes, you know, you have customers in your business, but you are also a customer. And so the same things that kind of tick you off about businesses, the same things that, um, you know, become kind of pain points and challenges for you as a customer in your everyday life, um, also is true of the customers that shop at your business. So you have to really take all of that in and, and kind of, you know, look at it through the lens of I am a customer what is it that i would want out of not just my business but you know other businesses that i shop at too absolutely and it's amazing that disconnect i
1: i see so many businesses with websites where it's very difficult to contact them mm. their phone numbers not listed they make you fill out a form before you can get like you reach them or have any kind of conversation with a human and those same people i almost guarantee would be furious if they were on the other end which they often are yeah so if you were to order from a Restaurant that it wasn't clear where their menu was or what phone
0: number to call or when your food might be delivered. It's yeah, a frustrating. You know, scratchy experience.
1: It's very frustrating. It's a lot of friction to yeah. uh, steal a term from our friends at HubSpot. And the goal should always be to remove that friction. And so if you find yourself wondering, oh, how can I get in touch with these people? How can I get a human being on the phone? I've been on hold with major cable company for what feels like four hours now. <laughs> if you go the next day and look at your own website and notice, wow. I'm not giving people the ability to call us directly. I'm making them fill out this huge form before they get to speak
0: to us. Like, how do you how do you square that away? Yeah, There's, you know, you talk about forms. I love live chat. Um, in fact, I love it so much that we implemented it on our own site, and um, now we help other customers implement it on their site. But live chat is something that has like revolutionized the customer service experience for me as a person, as a customer. Um, mm-hmm. If there is a a pop up with a you know somebody's asking me in live chat, hey, like, can I help you today? And I've just landed on a web page. It is so much easier for me to say yes. Do you sell? Blank. And then, you know, it gets assigned to an agent and and they start telling me and it saves me all the trouble of like digging through the site to try and figure something out myself.
1: Yeah, that's a really brilliant feature. I really like companies that have clued into the idea of like using Facebook Messenger to interact. Yeah. So any kind of chat feature is really helpful. Uh, I love this clothing company called Homage, or if you're (laughs) fancy, Homage. Homage. (laughs) (laughs) They are uh, out of Columbus, Ohio. They do great work. But the first time I ordered from there, they immediately sent me a Facebook message. It was like, hey, here's your order. Here's when it's going to arrive. If you have any questions, you can just ask us here. That's great. And then they update. Hey, your package is close. Hey, your package is delivered. That's so great. It's a great customer experience because I don't have to dig through my email. When did I order this last? They're right at the top of my Facebook Messenger inbox. And it was peace of mind, really, to know that, hey, if anything's off about this, I can just
0: Shoot yeah. him a quick message. Yeah. You know what's neat about that, too? I think a lot of business owners may feel like, oh, man, how am I going to staff Facebook chat, right. you know what I mean? Like it becomes this this tedious thing. Um, there is software to help with that. In fact, HubSpot is a platform that you know. Selfishly, we we sell HubSpot and we use HubSpot. We love, but it. yeah, but they have this uh, this whole section and this this service called Conversations, and it takes email and live chat from your website, and they're rolling out Facebook chat here soon, all into one. Inbox, Boom. All you need is a one customer service person. For us, it's, you know, who, who mans our front desk. They're basically looking at that as messages come in, whether it be email, website chat, Facebook chat, whatever the case may be, whatever channel, it all rolls into one spot and you can very easily respond. It's not like you have to juggle all these different platforms to be able to offer that experience to your customer. Right.
1: And as chatbots continue to evolve, you may not even need a person <laughs> That's, for, for basic wild, functionality. Man, when are my, when are my hours? Uh, Uh, you know, what... Do I have this in stock? Yeah. Uh, when I don't know my my order status, a lot of those sure. things, a, a
0: well-built chatbot can can handle for you. Yeah. So I was talking to my wife. My wife works for a local park district. And, um, you know, she was just talking about the number of Facebook messages and posts on their wall that they get. Like they'll have a new class that comes out or soccer lessons. Right. And they'll post something about, um, you know, sign up for soccer lessons. You know, click here for the registration page and like people, 30 comments, day. Deep in the post to be like, how do I sign up? Right. Well, the answer is click the link, uh, you know, to go to the registration page. Mm-hmm. But somebody asks that because maybe they don't see further in the conversation where it's been answered. Right. Like that—that's an ideal candidate for a chatbot. Absolutely. Where a chatbot's just listening, and when somebody asks, "How do I sign up?" or "Where do I sign up?" or "You know, how? Where's the sign-up form?" or "Where? Where do I register?" all those different phrases, it can just boom respond instantly with, you know, no problem. Here's what I found. Uh, To help you solve that. Pick up on those keywords. Right. Yeah, just deliver the goods. Right. Because that's
1: what people are after,
0: uh, information. And instant information, too.
1: Yeah, and that is what, again, what all business owners want from other
0: companies, but often don't provide to their own customers. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that drives me nuts as a customer that I'll just I'll just come out there and say it waiting in lines, um, whether that be waiting in a phone queue for someone to pick up, whether yeah. that be waiting at Panera behind, you know, 50 people Terrible. or whether that be waiting for a doctor who's running behind in the waiting room at the at the clinic, like any of those things like waiting drives me nuts. And one of the things that I appreciated about outdoor billboard advertising is, you know, there's there's a, a local medical group that was showing current wait times in their prompt care facility. Hmm. So it's like, do you need something? Like our prompt care only has a seven minute wait right Not now. Not bad. So it's like you drive there and you get the service. I'm wondering how do companies start enabling, you know, that I called out Panera. They actually fix that with their rapid pickup. Yeah. And they also true. now have the ability to order from your table. So, you know, they, they fix that problem. But there's a lot of restaurants where you don't. And I look at Olive Garden. OK, I'm, another restaurant I'll just call out here. Anytime I walk into the Peoria Olive Garden, there are like 40 people waiting for a seat. And yeah. I think that that's great for them. Way yeah, to go. They're busy. It. They're that's busy. Nice. And they hand you a pager and they take your name and then you're chilling out. Um, but how much better is the experience at Red Robin where when there's a wait, they take my cell phone number instead of a pager and I get to leave the premises? go do some shopping and you know, an hour later when the table's ready, I get a text that my table's ready. It's yeah. a way better experience. That's I don't that's have to wait nice. in line.
1: And that's very considerate of the customer. Right. That is what that was what you that is what you would want to happen to you. It's exactly. kind of there's almost a golden rule thing happening here. I know.
0: I know. Do onto your customers as you, as as, you would do. unto you, yourself. Yeah. As you would do unto yourself. I love that way of thinking. <laughs> yeah. So what else? What other pet peeves do you have as a customer?
1: Uh, I think another thing, clear pricing mm. and this uh, not to pick on restaurants again. And <laughs> this is just a, an example that pops up all the time. We just eat a
0: lot of food here we on the show.
1: Do. Yeah. We, we do love food. But so menus that don't have, you know, don't have any price attached to it. Yeah. So you market just have price. to kind of yeah, market price <laughs> or no price at all. Yeah. And I just have to guess like oh, I'm going to order, you know, this hors d'oeuvre and it's going to cost something, presumably yeah. an arm and a leg. <laughs> right. But you'd be surprised that businesses that aren't restaurants, businesses that sell, you know, uh, B2B services don't have clear pricing. Yeah. And, and what that does is it just it leaves you I don't know, it it puts a, a feeling of dread in me that uh, if I engage too far with these people, I'm going to find out that this is going to be, that they're going to gouge me at the end. Yeah. There's there's something fishy going on here. And I I also don't like the idea that, you know, there's forums on some sites where you have to request the price. Mm, Just tell me what it is, right? Just tell me what it is up front. It should be, if your services are clear, it should be
0: fairly straightforward. And I understand the idea of capturing a lead before you reveal pricing or not posting pricing because you want to hide it from your competitors. I get all of that. Mm -hmm, We're mm -hmm. actually working on a model and very soon here at OneFire, we're going to have all of our pricing on our website, which sounds crazy for like a marketing agency to it be does. able to just post pricing. We're going to do it. Because yeah, you're right. It's the it's the whole idea of that's what I want as a customer, and you know it drives me nuts when I can't I can't figure that stuff yeah. out. and Do the research, and, and there are valid
1: own. reasons. Yeah, there there are absolutely valid reasons not to do that, mm-hmm. and especially in the B two B space to come to play devil's advocate and come to the defense of the people I was just bashing. <laughs> um, many times the product is very complicated. Yeah, and, and it has so, a lot of
0: options, or yes, and so the variance is so
1: high that you may not feel comfortable putting prices out there because. Put Maybe you could put the range a range is too out. extreme, Right. Yeah. But I just, again, in the interest of the exercise here is I'm putting myself on the customer's shoes. What do I as a customer like? I like knowing what I'm what you're roughly what for. I'm going to pay yeah. ahead of time.
0: Yeah. And what you're going to get out of that, too. Right. 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 The other thing kind of on that same vein along the lines of pricing, incorrectly priced items is also kind of a challenge for me. Like mm. when something's marked one way on, on a shelf, you know, in mm-hmm. a big box store and and then uh, you get to the register and it's it's not you right. know, what it says. And I run into it. I think what bothers me more is when I'm standing behind somebody in line, it comes back to the waiting in line and they have an incorrect <laughs> priced item that they're like sending somebody on a goose chase through the store. One thing I like about Kohl's, and actually um, Sherman's, who's a local retailer here in central Illinois, but Kohl's nationally has price tags that update real time with their pricing on all their items. So when you're looking at a pair of shoes at Kohl's, Um, it's got a digital price tag on it. And if that pair of shoes goes on sale or if it changes or needs to go up, boom, that price can adjust in real time. That's awesome. On the tag. So that's that's I mean, that's a pretty cool, you know, pretty cool functionality to keep the pricing consistent.
1: That's great transparency. And then you don't have
0: to worry about running around the store and changing those tags when the time comes. I know. Okay, so. All of this is is to basically say, look, like you're going to be stepping into your customer's shoes. You have to take that approach. If you could sum this up into a 10 second takeaway, Mark, like what are we suggesting that people do here in 2019?
1: Yeah, this is a short and sweet podcast. And, and the point that you should take away is this. The customer, quote unquote, is more than a concept when it comes to marketing, sales and your operations. You're dealing with human beings. What kind of customer experience
0: do you enjoy? Keep that in mind when you're running your own business. Yeah, no, that's that's well said. And just, you know, go go do some shopping, right? Like yeah. figure it out yourself. Pay attention to what drives you nuts and then start asking yourself the question is what drives me nuts? The same thing that's driving my customer nuts. Yeah. about my
1: Yeah. Yeah. When when you next time you experience a bad customer experience and you find yourself going Rah! or some, you know, related yeah. sound <laughs>
0: like make a note and go, am I putting other people through this? Yeah, no, that's that's great. Well, thanks for joining us today. Uh, It's the Grow Up podcast. Another great episode next week. So we'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.